0: But care is absolutely strengthened and clarified when there is a mutual understanding between you and others that you're both going to be a part of the same local body. Welcome to the Small Town Big Kingdom Podcast, where we're gonna talk about different issues that apply to us at Outpost Community Church and anyone who wants to listen abroad. And so best way to get started is just to get started. So we're gonna actually talk about why membership matters, something that matters to us at Outpost Community Church. So this will serve as a reminder, but it'll also serve as a, uh, something to come back to as a resource and uh, maybe to share with others why uh, memberships really matter and can matter for them and make a big difference in the way they live their life in their local church. So first of all, I want to share that the Bible teaches that followers of Jesus Christ are not meant to live in isolation, but rather to be a part of a community of believers. I think most people agree with that. They would say, yes, you should be part of a local church. Proverbs 18.1 says, He who isolates himself seeks his own desire. He breaks out against all sound wisdom. And so, listen, the community of faith is the exact opposite of isolation. Isolation is what Satan wants you to do. It's an easy way to pick you off. But the Christian community is a group of what I would call Philippians 2, 3, and 4 type people, okay? People that don't seek their own desire, like Proverbs 18, 1, but they seek the desire of God and the needs of his people. And each of these Philippians 2 people are... Uh, are called to be a part of the one body. Now, why do we say one body? Because the Bible says that. 1 Corinthians 12 says, For just as the body is one, meaning uh, body, whole picture, and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit we were all baptized into one body. Jews and Greeks, slaves are free, and all were made to drink of one spirit. So it's basically saying, though, I and you are different Christians. We are individuals. We are both, if we believe in Jesus Christ, which I do and hopefully you do, we are part of the one body called the church. And so one way that you and I participate in such a community is through membership in a local church, by being a part somewhere of the body. Now, here's some biblical arguments in favor of church membership, okay? I'm gonna give you four. And the first one is we see a biblical pattern of local membership in the Bible. Now, you're not gonna ever see a membership covenant uh, in the Bible, or you better become a member of the local church, but we're gonna see just a pattern of local membership. So, the Bible describes the early church as a community of believers who were committed to one another and met regularly for worship, fellowship, teaching, and prayer. Uh, Many of you guys know if you read Acts chapter 2, 42 to 47, it gives us a picture of a very vibrant community where the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, fellowship, breaking of the bread, prayers. It's just a discipleship community where you knew the names of the local people. And so joining a local church is a way to follow this biblical pattern of membership and commitment to community of believers. Okay, Yes, we are all part of the global church, but where do we practice that? Well, we practice it wherever we are in our local gathering. And so that uh, commitment to a local gathering is detailed in over 50 different one another passages in the New Testament. And these 50 different descriptions of what the Bible uh, or what the community looks like is usually followed by a one another. So we are called to love one another, care for one another, correct one another, uh, bear one another's burdens, you know, admonish one another faithfully. We're called to do these one another's and who do we do it with? Well, we don't do it with people we don't know. We don't do people we don't see. We don't do people with, you know, all over the rest of the world. We do it most potently with local people who we know the name of. And so, if you were to take these 51 and others and break them into two categories, the categories would be correction and care. All these 1 and others are gonna fall into either correction or care. So, let's start with correction. This is point two. Second reason for local membership in a church is spiritual accountability. Membership in a local church provides spiritual accountability. The church is called to be a place where believers encourage one another and spur one another along into love and good works and hold one another accountable to God's way. Hebrews 10, 24 and 25 encourages us to, quote, consider how to stir one another up to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, which is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the capital D Day drawing near. It's the day of the Lord. When it all wraps up, we're called to constantly stir one another up. So being member, being a member uh, or membership in the local church allows for a greater accountability. Uh, it's a local place that encourages you in the way of Jesus and discourages you from the way of the world or the way of your flesh. So it fosters spiritual growth in us. Now, listen, often I hear people say, well, Christians are just a bunch of hypocrites, right? Because they say one thing and they don't do it. Or we hear the opposite, which is, well, Christians are just so legalistic. Now, each of these can be true. Christians are absolutely hypocrites and Christians can be legalistic. But listen, you can't have it both ways. You can't say, listen, you guys never like correct each other and deal with your stuff, right? You're just a bunch of hypocrites, but then when we do decide to correct one another and step in and say, hey, I don't think this is wise. I don't think this is good. Just go, ah, well, you're just legalistic. You can't have it both ways. The answer is actually somewhere in the middle. Does the Bible teach this? Absolutely, it does. It absolutely does. In Proverbs 27, 6 says, faithful are the wounds of a friend, profuse are the kisses of an enemy. And this paints a picture of the idea that like a faithful friend is going to come along and smack you back onto the path. Now they're doing it. Why? Because they love you. It's from a heart of love with humility and grace, knowing that I too am a sinner who needs help. And that's what leads me to the next thing, which is all mature believers desire to be a part of a Christian community that will admonish them with biblical truth. Mature Christians want it. David even says that in Psalm 141.5, he says, let a righteous man strike me. It is a kindness Let him rebuke me. It is oil for my head. Let my head not refuse it. David recognizes that spiritual accountability is something that is really, really important. And where does this happen? It happens in your local church with those who you have said, let's run together, which implies some membership. Now this leads to number three, which is care. Membership in the local church uh, uh, brings about mutual care and support. Okay, provides care and support. And in the early church, believers shared their possessions, they cared for one another, they supported one another in times of need. Again, you see this in Acts four, thirty-two through thirty-five, where it tells us that no one said that any of the things that belonged to him was his own, but they had everything in common. It means that we can receive and offer mutual care and support to one another in practical and in spiritual ways. Now listen, there's probably no doubt in your mind or anybody's mind that the Christian community is called to be a caring community. But maybe you're wondering why there has to be membership for this to happen. Well, the truth is you don't have to have membership for care to exist. I've cared about a lot of people who are not currently in membership with me at my local church, at our local church. But care is absolutely strengthened and clarified when there is a mutual understanding between you and others that you're both gonna be a part of the same local body. Like I am most clear about who I should care for because around me, there's some people who've raised their hand and said, I want to be cared for and I'm here to care for you. So care can and should exist between uh, different church bodies or other people outside of the membership, but it should be most visible and expected in the local church that you call home. And membership is just a way to clarify who is actually a part of that local church, okay? Now, does this mean that we also just don't care for people who are not members of our local church? No way. Galatians 6, 9, and 10 says, let us not grow weary in doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up, verse 10. So then, as we have every opportunity, let us do good to everyone. But then listen what it says next and especially to those who are of the household of faith. I think it's not a good sign uh, about um, in a local church if that household doesn't take care of each other. It's actually what John thirteen thirty four and 35 says, that people are going to recognize that this household, your local church, that hopefully you're a part of and membered up with, they're going to know that you guys are a bunch of Jesus' people because they're going to look at you and they see the way that you love one another through loving correction and through loving care and support. Now, finally, number four, and this was the most difficult for some people, is that local membership provides clarity for submission to church leadership, okay? Membership in a local church involves submission to church leadership. The Bible teaches that church leaders are called to care for and shepherd the flock of God. Hebrews 13, 17 tells the members of those local churches it exhorts those believers to obey your leaders and submit to them for they are keeping watch over your souls as those who will have to give an account. So membership, friends, in a local church involves recognizing and submitting to authority of church leaders who are accountable to God for their leadership. Now, I know that this point is very difficult for many followers of Jesus who struggle to trust church leaders. And I totally understand. There are reasons why uh, maybe you distrust leaders. Maybe something has happened, something you see in the news, something happened to you, personal experiences, maybe their leadership styles, maybe they're not following God's word, whatever the case may be. But listen, circumstances, though they may be legitimate, do not erase God's commands and principles. Circumstances do not erase God's commands and principles. So listen, if you struggle to submit to local church leadership, here are some things to consider. If you're not under the biblical authority of elders right now in a local church, let's consider a few things. Number one, is it God's plan for you to be under elders in a local gathering, according to the Bible? You need to go figure this out. Don't let your past experiences or circumstances dictate what you do. Go to God's word. What does it say? I think that you're going to find it says, Hebrews 13, 17, submit to these leaders, right? First Peter 5, 1 through 5 is another great place for you to go look. I, can, I invite you to go see it. Number two, if you are not currently under church leadership, ask yourself, why not? Start by drawing a circle around yourself and say, why not because of me? Look at the reasons in yourself. Okay. Maybe you, it's just obstinance. Maybe it's just disobedience. Maybe it's apathy. Maybe it's just, uh, you just didn't know whatever the case may be, but start with you. Then after you've looked at everything inside of your own circle, move with humility toward the other reasons why you don't submit to church leadership, maybe like the things I've listed before. And as you do that, It may require that you take steps to going and talking to either your current leadership. Now the leadership of a local church you are looking to be a part of and going to ask them questions, seek clarity, talk about hurts you've had. Maybe you need to deal with things in the past and have conversations, extend forgiveness and grace. Whatever the case may be, the reality is Bible calls you to it, figure out why you're not doing it and then deal with it. All right. So, uh, here's something I want you to leave you with on this last, on this point, which is uh, this, how will local elders be able to give an account for their flock if they do not take count of who are theirs? Okay. So if you're going to submit to local church elders, the question you got to ask yourself is which local elders do I submit to? Is it the ones of the church that I'm attending or is it of any person who calls himself elder in the city that I live in or any place around the country or the world if they're called an elder. You've got to ask yourself that. And so I, as an elder, have to ask, who am I giving an account for? Am I giving an account for the members of a, another local church or people who attend some other church out there or in a different state? I don't think I'm giving an account for those people. I think I'm giving an account, as First Peter 5 says, for the flock of God among Me, among those around me. And so this is why local leadership, local membership really matters. So in conclusion, while church membership is not explicitly commanded in the Bible, there are compelling biblical arguments for being a member of a local church. By participating in a community of believers, we can follow the biblical pattern of membership. We can experience spiritual accountability. We can receive mutual care and support. And we can submit to church leadership as the Bible calls us. So consider these things, go and research it for yourself, read your Bible and ask yourself, why am I a part of my local church? What does membership mean to me? And what is God calling to me to, uh, as a individual follower of Jesus, a part of body of Christ, do that and it will serve you well. Blessings as you go in the name of Jesus.